0: How to Create a Glitch Monologue Season 31, Chapter 6. This is Season 31 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 6. In this episode, we will be drawing together all the examples provided of precognitive or retrocausal thoughts and attempting to find some similarities between them. In past episodes, I gave examples of precognitive or retrocausal thoughts, which included precognitively thinking the words. Cement mixer, an image of a bear and telluride. Although this is a small sample size, it is fair to say that each of these objects is facsimile of a physical object. It is either a two dimensional representation, or it is a manufactured object. I think this is an important point which requires further discussion. Now, it's important to note that the two dimensional image of the bear is just that, an image, which barring the association of bear, would not resemble anything with true substance or properties. In fact, no properties were ascribed to the object or form in the stream of consciousness which preceded it in the retrocausal chain. Likewise, cement mixers and tellurides are vehicles, physical objects, manufactured by people, with names, given to them by the manufacturers. The two-dimensional form of a bear would not automatically be associated with the bear, the real thing, without the word, internally associating it. Thus, without the internal word, the shape itself would hardly qualify as a representation of the real thing. Likewise, the cement mixer and kia telluride are manufactured objects, which bear no association except to the objects which they are. This tells us something about the dichotomy between structuralist and post-structuralist logic. Since both the form of the bear, which is a simplistic human invention, A creation of a consciousness, and the telluride and cement mixer, are also human inventions, we can draw certain conclusions. It appears that manufactured objects, that is, those created purposefully, by human hands, pursuant to a design, facilitate the arrangement of a structuralist perspective. And perhaps this is because, as human inventions, they are designed within consciousness, imbued with the systematizations, conceptualizations, and structures of the designing consciousnesses. There is a purposefulness to the process, which appears to facilitate the effectuation of a retrocausal thought chain. Each of these objects is imbued with a kind of residual consciousness, created out of their intentional design. The bare image in fact is a perfect example of this because it is mere representation. It has no meaning without the word associated with it, which raises another point, if perhaps meaning is the true message here. If consciousness abhors a vacuum, then meaning may be the mind's prerogative. Wherever attention flows, thus, follows meaning. But more importantly, it is as if the objects themselves are already oriented in such a fashion as to facilitate their insertion within a stream of consciousness. As if formless shapes or objects which have a representation in the mind, attract the flow internal thought process. Even the example given in the early glitch stories of the hockey player Paul Gorstad is still a person, a creation of man, a representation, an ideal, or something whose substance is at least greater than mere physical object. And there's the rub, because it may not be context which rules, in contradistinction to the post structuralist critique, it may be meaning itself, arising as form. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, Please like, comment and subscribe.